<laughs> this time it was Happiness Jones. Yeah. Who is it? It's uh, the Wood Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Quick little plug for the Wood Brothers to open up the podcast. Mm-hmm. What's going on, everybody? Patrick Ali, the mortgage guy, coming at you with another episode of Live on Real Estate. Uh, as always, joined by uh, my counterpart, CP. Hey, what's happening? We've kind of taken over. We just kicked David off and like... You see the... Our- you seen the ratings? Right. <laughs> Through the roof. Way Although up. he was on Live in the D yesterday for anybody that didn't catch that. Hopefully you DVR'd it because it's super important. I'm um, talking about cash out in this industry. So, um, But anyways, we'll get into that. We can get into that later on. Uh, today, very excited. We're joined by our good friend John Carter. Uh, Carter. Carter. Whoa, okay. I almost said Carter. Yeah. Welcome Carter. back. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome back, back, Carter. Yes, Perfect. Exactly. Uh, how you doing today, man? I'm doing well. How are you? We're all struggling this morning. You're struggling okay. with a mic. I, I'm um, struggling I, with I, names. I think I got it good. And uh, also hanging out today with uh, who we we call Demo, Dan Morrison, hanging out with us today. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? How you How's doing everything this going? You good. look good today. Thank you. You know, well, you always look good, but today you look just look like you tried extra hard today. A little bit. I yeah. love it. So this is what we do. We talk about uh, real estate, mortgages. We hopefully we add value back to people um, out there and. Uh, um, I want to just hop into it because there's a lot to talk about. So tell us just to start out um, how you got in the industry, um, sure. you know, what keeps you in the industry and, you know, just you know, what, what makes you tick? Give us like the 30 second okay. uh, deal on you. Well, I could give you 30 minutes, but I'll try and do it. Perfect. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, I originally got into the business in 05. I have okay. a, a, a long history of, of sales and uh, I have family in, in real estate uh, both my parents were property managers, and it just seemed like a natural progression. I, oh, cool! So in '05, I got my uh, my license, and I was full time for yeah. three years. Market tanked, as we all remember, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't feel like it was the best, uh, most you know, best time for a new agent to uh, learn the business. Right. Uh, so I got out, moved to California for a time, and um, uh, got into healthcare. Okay. And. Uh, did that for a number of years, and I was a caregiver. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, the the real estate just never left me. I always had it in the back of my head, and so at the yeah. end of 2017, I decided to get back and uh, do it full-time. Well, you got, in, wow. you, you got into the industry in a very interesting time because, you know, the market's going crazy. I feel like uh, that's a time where a lot of real estate agents, too, are focusing on, like, foreclosure. You know, they're all foreclosure right. specialists and different things like that. And um, so talk to us about when you went from real estate, you went out to California, mm-hmm. got in the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. What drew you back initially to well, real estate? Well, you know, I really, I liked the business. Yeah. It was just a really hard time to be in the business. I didn't understand the business, short sales. Just young in the business at that time. Yeah. yeah. You know, and looking back on it in retrospect, I probably would have learned a whole lot had I stayed in it. But yeah. I, but I didn't. I decided to do something else. Yeah. Um, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, in in you know, CP, you've been in the industry for a long time too, mm-hmm. and so I should have gone to California for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about what was happening in two thousand and five, two thousand six, two thousand and seven, because I think it goes into exactly what you're talking about. I think there's number one, there's an initial fear of what's happening. Sure. You know, and people, it's new to people, and they don't know what's going on. And then also, there's that fear of can I. Can I strive in this industry or can I be successful? Talk to us about it a little bit. Well, you know, I mean, the, the pre-2008, so in the 2005-2006 mm-hmm. era, there wasn't a care in the world. Like the wild you west. Know? Yeah, I mean, you yeah. could do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted. Um, we were giving loans to anybody and, and everybody. So and, and, you know, I was fortunate. I worked at a company that we didn't, we didn't go to the ends of the earth with it, right? We stayed relatively safe in yeah. terms of 
you know, we did our no income, no assets and things like that. But, you know, we didn't do some of these just, you know, ridiculous stuff, loans. Yeah. Um, and then obviously when things changed, it was a shock. Yeah. You know, there, I, to me anyway, um, you know, there wasn't like this, you know, hey, this is what's going to happen in the next six months. All of a sudden it was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, what happened? Um, and at that time, you know, you just kind of... Um, you just uh, you you just kind of put your head down and was like, okay, yeah. well, you know, the, the the game changed. We got to change with it, and 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 that's what we did. I heard I've heard stories about the six. I haven't been in you know that long, which I guess thank you know thank goodness for that. And maybe it's you know you learn a lot during that time period. Yeah. But I heard stories about people just getting a random call. You know, you're sitting on vacation on the beach, and you know somebody calls you and they're like, hey man, this is going on today, and you don't know where your income's coming from the next day. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, going on to that next day. Yeah, tons. I mean, well, you, we were, you did news every day of, you know, yeah. what other company had just shut their doors or just went bankrupt wow, or sure. just went belly up mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was it's definitely, 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 definitely crazy. Yeah. Well, what you learned from that, too, and, and I think, you know, part of you going out to California and being in the healthcare facility, because you said that, you know, you were doing basically like home healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get back into the industry, you know, I, I always hate to, to say it because, like, everybody says that they're the people person. But I feel like it gives you that that empathy and that sympathy mm-hmm. for people. And you can sympathize a lot better, especially for your first-time home buyers who have never done this before, um, to really understand where their position is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, right. With first-time home buyers, you know, there's, there, there's some hand-holding. There's yeah. a lot more explaining you know, the process, uh, yeah. things that they, you know, they're going to want to look out for. Right. And, uh, with a first time home buyer, I think I'm a little bit more vocal with my opinion, Yeah, you know, because I don't want them to get in over their heads. Well, you're the professional. Something. I am the professional right. and right. I have to, you know, really tell them what I think yeah. with yeah. a third, with somebody who's bought four houses, right. they know what they want. They know what, you know, to look for, what, you know, not to look for. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's just a, completely different process yeah and so mm-hmm. you and you and demo did an open house right last weekend mm-hmm. yep. so talk to you know demo talk to me a little bit about when you get people that come through and they want to talk about mortgages and maybe they're first time home buyer or they bought before i mean how do you approach the situation you know in relevance to a first time home buyer versus first second or third well we try to educate the first time home buyer get them up to speed so they know the process yeah i I, I act like I'm teaching a class, so yeah. I take them from A, B, C all the way through. So when they leave, they know what they're doing. They know where they are know from the into finance it, yeah. standpoint. Yeah, the more they know, the better we all right. are as things come up down the road. Right, so. and and just for the general group, I mean, what's your what's kind of your take? This has become like a, a power cast, but what's kind of your take on the first or for, not first time home buyer, but second, third, and fourth time home buyers? Because I, I notice a lot of those people they already they go into it already knowing what they need or what they want right but a lot of times that education piece still is a huge factor because even if you bought not bought a house two or three times it's a lot different than you know us who have you know we might have done 20 30 transactions this month you know what i'm saying collectively so talk about the second the you know because this is and this is the reason i bring this up is that you talked about when you sent us because you sent us an email and uh, we do a lot of a little bit of prep and get to know each other beforehand sure. and one thing you said i treat everybody this the same amount of consideration doesn't matter if you're an eighty thousand dollar buyer eight hundred thousand dollar buyer you're still the same person so talk to us about your approach to that absolutely well, listen you come to me you need a house or you need you need housing you need i treat everybody the same you yeah. need help you're a person just like me and I want to help you. Yeah, that's it. Bottom line. I mean, it do, it doesn't matter what uh, what you're looking for, what you're looking at. I want to. Yeah. I, I want to help you. 
So, and, now, I lo- and I love what I do. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't enjoy it, I pr- you know, I probably wouldn't be Be back in Calif- California. <laughs> Maybe. You know, and I don't like 80 and sunny every day. I right, like, I like right. the seasons. So. You like the seasons? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's good. And yeah. The seasons are always mm-hmm. good. And so how do you keep, because, I mean, that, that can that can really build um, a lot of momentum in your schedule of like, and it can really pack on things for you to do, especially when you have, you know, three, four first time home buyers that you're working with. There's a lot of, I, I think, follow up to oh, yeah. what they want. Cause there's a lot of questions that never get answered on the last previous call. So how do you keep that schedule and how do you, what's like your prospecting look like? Well, you know, I mean, I, I do, I do, I do, I do, you know, I do door knocking, mm. I do cold calls. I do, um, you know, mailers, yeah. uh, social media. I try and do just about everything that, yeah. you know, most, you know, uh, uh, successful agents do. Yeah. But I also try to do other, you know, sort of outside of the box yeah. things. We do know. a lot of open houses together, too. So yeah, we do. Absolutely. Well, you know, I try, to, I try to do an open house on Saturday and Sunday. I yeah. think I've found open houses to be a wonderful resource for meeting new people right. and, and clients. And, uh, and people yeah. that just need generally need help, I think, help, and I think right. that that's super important. And so, uh, talk to me about this because I've seen a little bit. You're doing starting to get into Facebook Live a little bit more yeah. and, and trying to be more, um, you know, push more information on that platform. Sure. So, what made you think about the Facebook Live? Was it you know one of those things that just saw people having success with it, or was it something that you just decided one day you're like, you know what, I feel like nobody else is giving these people the right attention, so I'm going to do it. No, you know, I, I had I had a friend who uh, gave me this idea. This was, I don't know, about a year ago. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, you should do it. And uh, you should do one uh, twice a week. And, yeah. and uh, you know, keep it short and just, infor- you know, inf- informative. And so I just ran with it and did it. And I, you know, I'd I like to do it more. Yeah. You know, twice a week. But I, I'm, I'm really only doing it, like, once a week. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I try to keep it you know, in, informative. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for, for you know, if for first time buyers or for people who have bought plenty of homes and maybe are unclear about it. You know, I foundation cracks. I mean, that's one yeah. thing that I that I touched on recently and I you know, I think even people who have been in the business a long time there there may be some uncertainty as to, you know, if a foundation crack is a big deal or yeah. if it's just, you know, settling or uh, you know, non-issue well and that's a huge i think that's a huge benefit for us is because when we have an offer accepted on a place we need somebody who cares enough to talk about that stuff and you know um i don't say that there's any you know that there's any conversations that aren't being uh had between you know realtor partner and and loan officer or whatever it may be in that partnership but sometimes there are things like that like hey man you know you're doing this person might only qualify for an FHA loan. Well, this house that they saw, you know, has this big foundation issue, and I can already tell that it's coming up because for us as loan officers, we don't get to go in the house, we don't get to see that stuff. Sure. Yeah, so sure. it takes that trustworthy, I think, partnership. Yeah, that's a that's a huge huge point of having because I think a lot of times, unfortunately, some agents don't pay attention to that detail, right? You tell them, and it's like, yeah, okay, well, right. you know, or like a seller concession situation, like, look, these guys don't have a lot of money no saved money, up, right, you know, right, and we're right. going to need seller concessions. And then, you know, and it's got to be FHA. And then all of a sudden it comes in. It's like, hey, we want to make an offer on this house, conventional only. I'm like, well, yeah, that's not going to work. you showing <laughs> right. 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 You know? Oh, yeah, what's the, what's the yeah. point? Yeah. Talk, to, talk to us about the partnership. I mean, why is it so important to have, you know, uh, a lender that backs you? Or in our case, why is it so important for us to have a real estate agent that is our go-to, um, you know, in our industry? Because I, I really, truly feel... That it's and we've critical. talked about this. Yeah, absolutely critical. I mean, the relationship is just. I mean, you want to you want to you want to be able to, to call that person at 
nine o'clock at the night in at night and say look i've got you know this uh, uh buyer they have you know this is what's going on mm-hmm. you know what is your uh take can you help me with this or you yeah know, i mean just just you know being available and having that uh you know personal relationship yeah it it makes you know the the, the transaction a lot smoother i think it makes and, it a fun yeah. i think it makes it fun. fun i think Absolutely. it makes it fun right. for because well, yeah, listen for like sure. listen you know with all honesty like doing mortgages and the real estate the paperwork behind it you know that's why oh everybody God, talks about paperwork. when you want to be a cop like hey being a cop's great but then when you're a cop you realize that you're doing more paperwork than you're actually out in the field <laughs> like for us you know the 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 paperwork is like the mundane stuff that we do what keeps oh our job God, fun is the communication between client between partner and having that i have a a client that we just closed recently and the husband became like best friends with the real estate agent and then we went out for drinks after and you know it's like those kind of people that you can hang out with normally and i feel like i feel like if you're good at your job you know it does become seamless it does yeah it just becomes you know an extension of your everyday life right well there's good sounding board too so john and i'll go back and forth about certain situations that he's getting my perspective on it as not a real estate agent as a lender just as a person hey try this do that and you just try to work with some buyers and just to see what we can uh, come up with to help them get what they need whether they they know it or not i'm I'm curious to know because you know demo and i um we've talked quite a bit we we started here at right right on the same time Um, but you came from the real estate field. You were a real estate agent for a brief time. How do you transition? I didn't f- this. You didn't know this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you don't hey, don't try to recruit him now. Where do you think all that knowledge comes yeah, from? Yeah, where do you think you're <laughs> so okay. smart? Right, don't right. don't try to recruit him now, man. You lost your opportunity. Uh, but talk to us about coming from the real estate side into the mortgage world, you know, the benefits because I feel like they're, you know, it's like a teeter-totter. Both both worlds can kind of uh, coincide, but they're two different mindsets it is two different mindsets and when i'm looking at it from a lending standpoint i've got to try to keep my focus on that and not overstep in the real estate side of Mm -hmm. things but i still want to make sure that like partner like john when i see something that hey maybe this will help you out a little bit or you know having that experience from uh years ago when i was doing real estate i didn't do a ton of business in the real estate side of things it was an expensive (laughs) hobby as they like to say uh, (laughs) and you just lost any opportunity to be recruited yeah right 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 right, right. right. but no Um, it it makes a lot of sense i want to i want to go back to something you said earlier about the open houses yes um because you know i find it that it, it it seems like there's a very um you know, it's a split. People are on one side of the fence or the other with open houses, right? Some agents are just like, no, I don't do them. They're a waste of time. Right. And then others are like, no, I love to do them. And you seem to be obviously on the, on the you like doing them, you find value in them. What do you do. think about it? Or, or, you know, do you approach them differently? What do, where do you think that split comes from? Yeah. I'm not really sure. I think it's, uh, it's kind of like uh, taking floor time. You know, you, yeah. you, 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 you just never know who's going to walk in the door. And you, right. you, you got to give everybody an equal, you know, Equal pass, right? You know, some people are there; they don't want to be bothered. They're working with an agent. Um, they're just there to—I don't know. Sometimes they're just there to see the yeah. property. Other, yeah. Other times, you know, they need help, and they and and, and so I, you know, I kindly introduce myself and I avail myself to them. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. I have, you know, if they want to f- fill out, uh, you know, uh, the sheet, their name yeah. and stuff, you know. So I, well, so let's. I, t- I, do, I follow up. And yeah, that's what I wanted to ask about. I wanted to kind of take that a step further. So you do certainly get all kinds in the open house, right? You get the very, yeah. very, very casual looker. You get the neighbor. You get someone who is actively looking. Of course. Yes. So and they all, you know, all three of these people. It's like a joke, right? A priest and a so and so, and they all walk into an open house. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, so they all sign in, you right. know, like, and you 
are going to follow up with of them, course, right? Of course, of course. Right. What what happens then? Let's say you know we're two weeks down the road after the open house. Yeah. You know, there's the people that are somewhat active, and you you know they've expressed the fact that they're actively looking. There's the neighbor who's like, right. ah, and then you know there's someone in between who's you know, well maybe if the right house comes on, like. What's sure. your follow-up look like? Well, so if I, you know, if I have the neighbor who lives next door, who's uh, their agent, you know, is uh, you know one of my good friends, and I probably won't follow up with them. I may follow up with them, right? Just say hi, uh, and then there are people who I will follow up with who uh, will never uh, respond to me again. You know, I'll call and yeah. email them three, right. four, five times, and so I, I'm not going to continue to do that. You know, so. And then there are people who will answer my call and say, yeah, I'm interested. I don't really know. So then, yeah. you know, I'll just sort of nuance the relationship. And, yeah. and um, you know, I, I get clients out of it. It's, do you, I've do had you, success with it. I right. Really, I have, so. Do you use, like, um, you know, do you prefer to call people, like, personally? Or do you have an admin that you use? Do you like no, no, to no, use no. drip I campaigns? Do, I, do, I do everything by myself. Why? I, I, Why? I, I call. I, I just think it's it's better. I think it's yeah. more, it's more personal. I you know I think that uh, you get things done uh, more. If yeah. You, if you if you if you do it that way. I think well, it's like if you don't do it yourself, then it's not getting done the way that you you want right. it to be done well, anyway. Right. Precisely. Yeah. I mean, there are <clears throat> there you know there is you know a segment of the, the the population. Maybe it's a generational thing that doesn't want to talk to you on the phone. You know, they just want to yeah. text and email. Right. And, and Patrick, you, know, you have to be cognizant yeah. of that. Listen, I'm at you know? the open house for the cookies, man. All right, let's be honest. <laughs> so, talk to, talk to me about this then. I mean, is there is there such thing as a client that is way too much work? I mean, that's that's kind of something that I feel like in the back of our head we always have that client. I'm, I'm, that's, I'm, a, I'm a grinder. I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a worker. So, you know, there are some trying people. Yeah. If they're gonna buy a house. You know, I'll be with them. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay. So, and, and one other thing before we wrap this up today is I want to talk about the schedule. Sure. You know, you, you did express to us, too, and when we did our show prep is that, you know, you're very meticulous about your schedule. I am. I and am. you like to keep your bullet points and check them off every day. Talk to us about the reason why. This is more of like a, I feel like this is more of lesser uh, of like success of being a real estate agent. Because I feel like your field, you know, ours, we're in an office majority of the day, I would say, behind a computer and working with clients. But you have to literally drive from, you know, Ferndale, then out to East Point, then out to, you know, Berkeley, then back to St. Clair Shores. You know, your job takes you everywhere. So talk about how important that is. It's very important. Time management is important, you know, and you have things that you have to do. You have to prioritize it. And, you know, I want to get everything done in that day because I know the next day I'm going to have a whole bunch of other stuff yeah. to do. Uh, I just prioritize it. And there are things that come up during the course of right. the day that, you know, may take precedence over things that I have scheduled. So I yeah. put that, you know, I do that at, you know, 11 o'clock at night instead of at uh, 3 or whatever. So yeah, but, right. But it's true. I, I mean, I, I show tons of houses. <coughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in St. Clair Shores. I'm in Nova. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I do. I have I have a schedule, and, and I, I get it done. Yeah. So... I love it. I love it. I think it's super important. I think it's important to stick to a schedule. I think it's important to, um, you know, have a have a hundred little wins during the day. And I feel I think feel like it makes you feel better too. And as as a professional about what you're doing every day, you don't feel like you're wasting time. Right. I'm not part of I'm not part of a team. I'm just, right. You know. I mean, I have I have some people that help me, but I mean, I'm pr pretty much doing all my social media. You know, follow up all that. Yeah. You know, you have to, you know, kind of have it sort of 
Yeah. Dan might not look like it, but he's a social media king. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. He doesn't know how to use a cell phone, but he's a king. He's a, right. he's a he's grinder, a, too. A gr- yeah, uh, so sure. I should get rid of this flip phone then? And <laughs> yeah, get rid of the Nokia <laughs> flip phone. So talk to us really quick about the market and what your projections are for this year, what you think is going to happen uh, coming off of, you know, especially a hot buying season like we did last on, summer. On Fuego, the market is, is hot. I mean, okay, so like 250 and below is just on fire. Oak Park, yeah. Royal Oak, Berkeley, Ferndale. It's just, I mean, multiple offer city. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, Oak Park. Is, I mean, you're you're getting. I mean, the house is sold before you even get to the front door. I yeah. Mean, days on market zero. I mean, I'm, wow. I'm there, and there are already three offers. Yeah, so, really. I mean, the market is extremely strong. So no change. No changes now. from last year. No, 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 no changes. Mm-hmm. I see 19 being very, very strong. I love it. Good. I love it. Yeah, well, thank absolutely. you, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with us. That was my pleasure. It was definitely fun. Me. Yeah, absolutely. Demo, thanks for hanging out with us too. Next time I'm in. All right, good. Demo's <laughs> going to take over from now. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. We'll to return the throne to him. Yeah. CP, as always. Yep. You bet. All righty, perfect. So give us really quick while, as we're uh, we're getting out of this thing. All your contact info. We're looking to buy, sell. Yeah. Uh, uh, sell or rent. Or rent. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. Give us all your info. Okay, uh, John Cotter, 248-662-8106. That's my uh, cell phone, and my email is jcotter, C-O-T-T-E-R, at realestate1, one is spelled out, dot com. All righty, perfect. All right. Thank you so much. This is another episode in the books. Um, we're still getting, we're getting super close to episode number 100. But yeah, we're actually one closer. We're one closer than we were last <laughs> year. It's amazing. I it's crazy it. how that works. I don't care until that comes. I'm going to say it. All righty. That's another episode of Live on Real Estate in the books. Uh, I, we will see you next time. Uh-